Well, good morning. Welcome once again to Fellowship of Faith. And may I say, happy Mother's Day to everyone. Well, maybe not everyone. Yeah. No, I think it's okay to say happy Mother's Day, even if you're not a mother. It's Mother's Day. We should be happy, right? Do we have any moms here? Anybody? Anybody here who actually has a birth mother? Anybody? (laughs) Guys, uh, welcome. Hey, listen, um, we are in this series right now. We started last week, um, Paul's Personal Letters. And these are the letters that he wrote, not necessarily to a specific church, but to specific people. Uh, Last week, we got to read through uh, Paul's letter to Titus. And this week, actually, um, we're focusing on Timothy, Paul's letter to Timothy, 1 Timothy uh, to be exact. And uh, I got an email from Dave, and he wanted me to read it to you. We're going to throw it up here on the screen here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He hasn't ever been known for his brevity, has he? Um, Yeah, it's hard to read, so I'm going to just go ahead and uh, kind of read it piece by piece for you, okay? Shall we? So, uh, and I will admit that this is kind of awkward for me uh, to read a little bit, and you'll kind of see why, but he said... He made me promise that I would read the letter in its entirety. So here we go. From Pastor Dave to Mark, worship leader extraordinaire. <laughs> you can see this, okay. Whew, uncomfortable. Regarding this Sunday. Hey, Mark, do me a favor and take care of FOF this Sunday. As I shared with you earlier, I'm out of town and can't be there. When the pastor's away, the people will play. (laughs) So do me a favor and make sure it doesn't devolve into chaos. You know, people have a lot of different preferences, too loud, too soft, and other things. And people are coming from a lot of different backgrounds with different beliefs. How cool. But make sure you keep the vision clear. Focus on God's work for our church. Focus on the gospel. Promote what's really important in love and faith. There might be a few who try to seize the moment. They have their own doctrinal or church agendas. They like to gossip and position themselves as teachers and leaders. It's sad. And they don't, and they don't know what they're talking about. If, if they give you any issues, have Jason sit on their heads. <laughs> you hear Jason? Yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah. So be careful. <laughs> Um, man, I thank God I get to be a pastor. I don't deserve it and didn't even want it in the beginning. But thank God he knows me better than I know myself. It's humbling to think he's he's chosen me. Here's something I want you to tell them, and it's true. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. It's wild that God would even dare to use someone like me. I know the darkness inside of me. But I think in some way it shows all the more just how amazing and patient and full of mercy God actually is. That he would die for a chump like me and even give me eternal life. And it's not just me. The same holds true for all of you. Amen? Yeah. Praise God for that. So rock it out. He's awesome and deserves it. Okay? Okay. So guys, why don't you stand up? We're going to rock it out just like he asked us to, because our God absolutely deserves it. Guys, you can go have another seat. God as well, we have more. In case you thought I got through that whole thing. (laughs) 
No, there's definitely more. Dave goes on. He says, Mark, I love worship at FOF, and you do a great job leading it. But use this moment to tell people it could be better. Hey, it could be better. (laughs) See, I follow what he's saying. And I'm not talking about production. Some of the most powerful worship experiences I've, I've had have been a cappella in small, unorganized settings. What made it great is that people threw themselves into it with a real passion for God. First, I bet not many people prayed for each other when they came here today. So pray for each other. Do you know how cool a church would be where people actually prayed with and for each other in a meaningful way? And pray for President Obama, Donald Trump, Clinton, and Sanders. And not that any of them would die either. (laughs) God loves them and wants them to be saved and to know him. Tell him to pray for the village president of Hebron too. (laughs) Maybe that one's most important on his list. I don't know. The men at FOF generally don't like to sing. Tell them to man up and do it anyway. (laughs) Man up and do it anyway. We owe it to God. So tell them to own it. Get those hands in the air. If you can cheer for a football team, you can do it for God. Amen? If any of them get mad about it or try to argue with you, kindly tell them to get over it. Seriously. (laughs) You know, when I first read that section that he had sent me, it um, reminded me of this video. And uh, it's an instructional video um, for the guys, and I think girls, you will get something from this as well. Um, In case you don't know about hand raising and how to start and and where to go with it, take a look at this. Anybody here go to a hand raising church? Sweet. Who here does not go to a hand raising church? Some of you are trying, you're like, I can't. I want to, Tim. I need to get some momentum. Totally cool. But hey, if you're not used to going to a hand-raising church, you want to go and join us, feel free to join us, but don't feel like you've got to join right in, okay? Start slow. We've got a lot of different hand-raises that we use. We actually have names for our hand-raises. So I'm going to walk you through real quick, okay, what they are, just to let you know. Say you're at my church, music is rocking. Start slow, hands in the pockets, little elbow flap, you're fine. Very subtle, get warmed up, get your heart rate up. When you're warmed up, start with the first one. Ready, carry the TV. Carry the TV, that's our first one. Very subtle. Go to big screen, big screen, a little wider. Next one's my fish was this big, my fish was this big. If you're a liar, you can go out there, that's fine, don't worry about it. Jesus loves you, Grace. Next one's hold my baby, hold my baby. Got dueling light bulbs, that's our next one, dueling light bulbs. Got goalpost, everybody knows goalpost. Throwing a heartburn, a lot of people like to do heartburn. Double heartburn, right back to goalpost. What's my favorite? Mufasa, Mufasa, that's my favorite. The circle of life. Tim, can you go higher? Yes, you can. You can take one hand, go a bunch of different stuff. Pointer, hatchet, schoolroom. 
Release the doves, give the Lord a high five, press it out. A lot of women like to wash the window, wash the window. And when you're comfortable there, go for the big three. Village people, Rocky, touchdown. There you go, there's your big three. <laughs> uh, and we'll have a chance to practice that in a little bit. You guys in? You guys all for this? He has something for the ladies, too. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, for the ladies. I'll never claim to know the female mind, but it seems like a lot of them live in perpetual shame or constant obsession over their weight and looks. Would you just encourage them that, the God, that God looks on the inside, and, what, and that's what really counts. It's no cliche. The hottest girls I've met are those who have that inner spark that comes from God alone, that the jewelry, makeup, and gold can never mimic. Oh, and tell the alpha chicks to stop bossing their way into everything. <laughs> You're thinking of someone? <laughs> Trying to be controlling in the name of Jesus isn't a good work, and it ain't pretty either. Tell the FOF leaders what they're doing is important. Tell them to read 1 Timothy 3, yes, today, and own it. So FOF leaders, those of you in any type of leadership position, doesn't matter what it is, you have homework. And I have to tell you that because if he quizzes you next week, <laughs> I want to be off the hook. 1 Timothy 3, make sure you read that. Uh, where was I? I know I'm back next Sunday. And remind them, it's one service at 10 a.m. Oh, next service, next Sunday, we have one service at 10 a.m. It's Pentecost. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to touch on it a little bit later. So um, if you come at 1030, yeah, you're going to miss a lot. But just in case I die on the road, crash in a plane, get kidnapped, or recruited by the CIA, do, this so FOF, do all of this so that FOF stays strong as a place where God is really at work. So let's practice a little bit of what he was just encouraging us to do. Yeah, maybe the hand-raising, the praying. Um, we're going to do something a little differently. Guys, as you stand up, let's share the peace as we're standing up. Share the peace of Christ with those around you. And, you know, if you feel so inclined for someone around you that you know, ask them how you can pray for them this week. Um, just take a few moments to, uh, to do that. And, you know, in case you're wondering, we're going to put the hand-raising chart up here. <laughs> to refresh your memory and uh, <laughs> so go ahead and stand up and share the peace of Christ. Not surprisingly, Dave has more. He says, or he writes, we live in a world where all kinds of whacked out things are being touted as good and true. It's nothing short of demonic. On the flip side, there's a lot of would-be Christians touting that which is good and true as evil or bad. There's no getting around it, and there's no hiding from it. It usually comes through winsome and charismatic people. Encourage the crew. That's all of us. It doesn't matter how popular someone is, how fast their church is growing, or what broadcast you heard them on. Encourage the crew to root themselves in the Bible and what we've been teaching them. Here's something else I want you to tell them, and it's true. Put your hope in the living God, not a church or teacher. He 
is the Savior. So Mark, share these things. Shoot, command them. You're a senior leader at FOF. Don't let anyone look down on you because you don't have the letters R-E-V before your name. Set an example for them. Let them see what Christianity looks like in your life. And don't neglect your gift. It's a powerful one. Stay strong in leading FOF and in your life. Keep growing and let people see it. Do this and people will be saved because of you. You know, that's true of all of us here. And I think that's why Dave really wanted me to share that. If we put our hope in the living God, not in Dave, not in me, not in anyone else, we put our hope in a living God, that's where it needs to be because he is the Savior. Amen? You know, as Dave kind of alluded to um, earlier in the letter, um, that there's a darkness, you know, that he has inside, that we all have inside. And that darkness we know is called sin. And it's something that we all have to grapple with in the sense that Christ took care of it. And we need to lean into that because he and only he is the Savior. It's another scripture from 1 Timothy. We know that the law is made not for the righteous, but for lawbreakers and rebels, the ungodly and sinful, the unholy and irreligious, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers, for adulterers and perverts, for slave traders and liars and perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to the sound doctrine of the gospel. That's pretty harsh. I mean, you look at that list and you go, that's not me, you know. But is it? Christ talks about what's in our heart. It's just as bad as what happens in the world with our hands, you know. I was hoping we could take some time right now to bring that to the cross, to reflect a little bit on what it is in our hearts, what's going on, to be able to confess our sins of thought, word, and deed, as we often say. Um, As we look forward to that Savior and that hope, let's take a few moments. God, there is so much darkness and filth, just dirt that's inside of us. And Lord, we want to take this right now and lay it at the foot of the cross. The cross where you shed the blood that cleansed all this unrighteousness from us. Lord, we want to accept that. The forgiveness that you've given, the salvation from ourselves, from this world, from our sins. Lord, forgive us. Let's confess this together. Most merciful God, we confess confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what what we have have done done, and by what what we have have left undone. undone. 
We have, we have not, not loved, loved you with our whole hearts. We, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. But for, but for the, the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord. Even though I once was a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. Well, Dave is almost done. <laughs> okay, a couple of last things. Care team, it meets this Tuesday. Do people even realize they can be a part of it? And do they know why? There's a lot of people in this church who are alone, down on their luck, or in need. As a church, we need to help them. At the same time, there are some here who should be taking care of themselves or their own family. It's their responsibility first, not FOFs. Free up FOF to take care of those who don't have anybody. You know what Paul says, if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for his immediate family, he is worse than an unbeliever. And Mark, I know you're hurting too. Take care of yourself. You keep your back a secret from everyone. But it's okay to let them know you lead every Sunday in pain. Splurge a little tonight on your pain meds. <laughs> Oh, Dave. Or drink a little. <laughs> Just don't get hooked. And don't mix them. <laughs> True that. You know, towards the end of the service, which is kind of where we're coming now, um, we have a time where we take an offering together. Um, and the offering is um, designed for those of us who call FOF our home. It's an act of worship for us um, as we give back to God um, in the way that he really deserves. And Dave said, Mark, share this with the people at the offering. He says, there are some churches and some leaders that are driven by money. Let's not forget the godliness thing from last week. Everything we have is a gift from God, and we can't take any of it with us. Tell the crew to be content with God meeting their basic needs. Those who want to get rich are so easily tempted and end up selling out and sacrificing what really matters and what real life is all about, a deep and growing relationship with God. Tell those who are financially secure to stop finding their hope and rooting their identity in their money. If they want to be rich, be rich in doing good. 
Be generous. Share. Do that. And God says he'll lay up for themselves, they'll lay up for themselves treasures in heaven that can't be compared. It's a foolproof investment plan. So I'm going to ask the ushers to come forward and to collect this. Oh, I forgot to mention the connection cards. If you could fill those out too and put those in the bucket as they, as they come by, um, that would be fantastic. And uh, let us know that you worshiped with us. Um, so Dave closes off. Mark, thanks for taking care of this. It's awesome working with someone like you whom I can trust. Ignore the complainers. God bless you. And if FOF hasn't picked up on this already, tell them that everything we did today comes straight out of 1 Timothy. Tell them to read 1 Timothy for themselves and see. It's built into the Faith Challenge reading plan for the week. And the plan is online and at the info table. And I really encourage you guys to to go through that reading plan. Read through 1 Timothy. It's not long. I think it's like six chapters. Um, And today, everything that we did was out of 1 Timothy. So, before they go, remind them about Pentecost. One service next Sunday at 10 a.m. I mentioned this earlier. One service next week, guys, 10 a.m. We're going to pack it in here. Pray for the Holy Spirit just to come on us. We're going to have a choir put together. We love doing that. Rocking, it's going to be awesome. If you guys want to join the choir, if you haven't gotten an email from Stacy because you've been on our list, if you want to get on that list, guys, it's open to anyone. Seriously, even though you think you can't sing, doesn't matter. God loves your voice. Come join us. There's a sign-up um, sheet at the Welcome Center. Just throw your email address on there, and we'll get a, a, a note out to you um, about what it entails, what we're going to be doing, all that stuff. Even if you're just interested, don't know if you can do it, you know, please sign up. We'd love to hear from you. The more the merrier. Trust me, it's awesome. Um, Remind them about the food drive. We started our food drive today, guys. um, And uh, this is where we uh, are restocking some of the food pantries in the northern McHenry County area. Sometime between uh, now and May 22nd is when, guys, bring food. Bring a lot of food. Cans and and boxes of stuff. No glass, because obviously it's breakable and I don't want to hurt myself. Um, so, yeah, bring, bring a bag of food. That'd be awesome. We also have um, some uh, paper bags out in uh, right by the exit entrance box. <laughs> What's that foyer place out there? Um, you know, what that's designed for, we have some uh, little tags that are stamped on there with some information. Um, give them to your friends, you know. I know uh, my kids have loved doing this in the past, too. Give them to your neighbors. Um, ask them to fill it up and then pick it up from them and bring it back to FOF, drop it off, um, and we can really, really make a difference in, uh, in the lives of so many people if we do that. So from now until May 22nd. Am I missing anything? Oh, and finally, give a big shout-out to all the moms. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Great Mother's Day. Make sure you really dote on your mothers today. Take care of them. Let them do whatever they want or nothing at all. That's often the best. Um, big shout out to all the moms. Oh, especially your mom, Barb. Hi, mom. <laughs> Whom I'm glad <laughs> I love this, is not named Eunice. <laughs> Who gets the reference? Anyone? <laughs> Timothy, Timothy's mother was named Eunice. And it was kind of Paul writing to Timothy, 
Dave writing to me. All right. And finally, Dave says and ends with, grace be with you. We'll see you guys next week.